You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to My Dog Digs Dirt. I'm your host, Lauren Collier, and I am so delighted to share today's guest with you. I'm sure you've probably heard about therapy dogs and even cats, right? Well, have you ever heard about miniature therapy horses? Well, not only are they adorable, but they're also helping thousands of adults and children every year in hospitals, hospice programs, schools, and even in libraries. Stay put. When My Dog Digs Dirt returns, you will meet the education director of Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, an all-volunteer nonprofit charity helping save lives. We'll be right back. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All-day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We are back and you are listening to My Dog Digs Dirt. And I'm so excited to introduce you to Debbie Garcia Bengachea, who is the Education Director of Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses. Welcome, Debbie. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so delighted to have you because I have to admit, when I first heard about miniature horses as therapy animals, and I have done a couple of stories on them, um, I, I'm always just so, it brings the biggest smile to my face. And I think that maybe that's part of the um, charm of them. When you walk into a facility, I bet you just are overwhelmed with the smiles. Well, I think our best part is when we're in a children's hospital and the elevator doors open and little horses come out. That's my Ah, favorite. (laughs) It's so cute. But, you know, it's like not only are they adorable, but who would have thought that they would work as therapy animals? How did you get started and how does this work? Well, we actually, it's been almost 20 years. Wow. That we've been working, the dental care of miniature therapy horses has been working inside children's hospitals hospice programs with families who've experienced natural disasters, but we actually started really working years ago with uh, children, at-risk children, and children who were abused, and really the idea of that they were therapy programs where people could go to horses, but we really focused on children who might never be able to even touch a horse and to be able to take horses to people. Because you go out to facilities, I mean, and that's amazing, too. Let's talk about how the horses are trained, first of all. Is that hard to do, have a horse trained to come into a facility? Well, I mean, it's a rare horse that really is both safe and happy doing the work that they do. And we need to have both those things in a horse that we're working with. They go through about a two-year basic training program, and they have an in-hospital training program where they work with occupational, physical, and speech therapists. 
at a rehab hospital. So the, the foals, the young horses, go with their moms from the time they're very young. And so they get used to all the hospital smells and sounds and helicopters mm. landing and all the things that can happen in a, in a hospital setting to get them ready to travel to children's and veterans' hospitals across the country. So they actually are teamed with patients who are also learning how to go up and down steps again, who wow. are learning how to walk on different surfaces. So they really partner with patients that help them learn what they need to learn to be able to you know, be safe and happy working. So I assume, I guess, much like therapy animals, you know, I'm saying a dog or a cat, not all of them have the drive or can make it. Are there ones that just excel at this and you can tell when they're young? Is that how it works? It really is. I mean, we're now on multiple generations of therapy horses and you can really see, you know, even with Mm -hmm. the young foals being fearless and happy to be around people. And we really want to make it an enjoyable experience for them. And even though they, you know, they're working indoors, and we always hear people say, oh, can they live indoors? Right. They actually live very, very natural lives. They have their own little herds. They oh. run over, you know, many, many acres. So they probably live a more natural, like, wild horse model life uh-huh. than a lot of horses do, even though they're doing really amazing indoor things. We yeah. feel like they need to have both. Right, so they have the best of both worlds, really. When we're talking about miniature horses, how big are they, really? Because I have a gigantic, well, she's not gigantic, but she's a pretty big dog, a Bouvier de Flander, and she's considered big, but I imagine the horse would be a little bit bigger. So how high do they stand? No, actually smaller. Oh, okay. (laughs) smaller. Well, we have therapy horses from 22 inches. Wow. Do about 27 inches. So oh weighing my. under 100 pounds. And I'm, I'm imagining your dog weighs over 100 pounds. Ah, yeah, she does. Don't yeah, tell her. So, so really much smaller. And, you know, there's a wide range of, of sizes in miniature horses. And they right. can go up to quite large. But to be able to really move around hospital beds, work in elevators, work in the very tight settings that the horses need to work and I think because they also do home hospice visits, they need to be able to walk up and down stairs, sit in oh, bedrooms yes. where there might be a ch- you know a child there. So they really do need to be on the small side oh, yes, of, of miniature sense. horses. And you know, and because they travel and the horses are called in, you know, to different places where things have happened, like you know, they were asked to come to Sandy Hook in Newtown. Yeah or Charleston after the church tragedy. Mm. And often there are just really small places where they can meet with people. So again, size becomes very important with with those kind of situations. And how does it work? You said in a facility they're teamed up, you know, maybe with a physical therapist, an occupational therapist. When you go to these situations, would you go with them, Debbie, as well? Do they have a certain handler that they're very comfortable with? Yes. I mean, they work with occupational and physical therapists when they're being trained, but they are always with handlers that they know, that they trust, mm-hmm. that they can count on, because you really never know, you know, what's going to happen. They've flown in airplanes, their, you right. know, their alarms can go off, and they really have to have that complete trust. And when they go into a hospital and they work in all kinds of different hospitals, they don't get a trial run to go in. The doors open and they have to be totally at ease. And because horses are flight animals and they're herd animals, it's very different than bringing a dog inside a hospital setting. You know, they really do have to trust the handlers that are, that are with them and working with them. And, and we really want to make sure too that, 
even though, you know, they're trained, and we do believe that therapy animals are born and not made, but they mm-hmm. really do need that kind of training. We also want them to be feel free enough to reach out to people, to mm-hmm. interact with people and not feel so controlled that they're not moving over and laying their heads on hospital uh, beds. Some of those pictures, those pictures, <laughs> not, we, we must encourage well, listeners, yeah, to log well, on Well, and we want them to be able website. to pick who they uh, want to visit to. When they walk into a situation, we will find that certain horses are really drawn to certain people. Uh, and we we often find out later, you know, what's going on. Like we were at a, a program for children. It was a camp for children with cancer. And our horse, Magic, went immediately over to this little boy who was sitting by himself. And even though the other horses were visiting with other children, she was very attracted to him uh, and just put her forehead on his forehead. Uh, and they were just just sat together there, and, and that's a very unusual behavior uh, for a horse and a little boy. Oh, and wow. we found out that he, you know he had just found out his cancer had come back. Oh. And so you know, horses, yeah. some horses can be very intuitive with people, and magic always seems to find the person in the room you know oh, that needs her the most. So we want them to have that flexibility yeah. to be able to go to people that they really are you know are really drawn to. Drawn to, yeah. It's amazing. It's just like you said. They're, they're born, even though, of course, they get training. They don't just walk in. But it's an instinct almost that these animals have. It's amazing. Do they go in teams? Like, does more than one have to go at a time or can just one go? It really depends on the situation. I mean, when we're traveling to other states, we always make sure that there's a group of horses because they yeah. like that companionship, somebody that they trust. But, you know, when they're actually working, even if they go into a hospital and there's more than one, they kind of do their own thing. You mm-hmm. know, they find their find their own place and and um you know, and often if there's an individual hospice situation in someone's home with children, I don't think people always think of hospice and children together. Like we went to a, a place and there was a little boy, he'd been in the hospital his whole life and he had never been into a park, he'd never been home for the holidays oh. and they really requested a visit, you know, and it, w- it was obvious that he was, you know, it was a very challenging situation at yeah. that point. And, you know, the horse went over to him and uh, he started laughing and he was oh. so excited. And even though he had all the tubes and all the everything, oh. you know, and sometimes, you know, you can't you can't fix things. Right. But you can give someone that moment. And when we were getting ready to leave, his mother said, you know, We've never had a happy day, and now oh. we'll always have a happy day. You know, sometimes it's the little miracles. It's, yeah. We were at a hospital the other day, and a child reached out his arm for the first time because oh. he wanted to touch a horse, you know, and oh. it's a little thing. But it's... to a family and to to the people involved with that child, it's a, it's a big thing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and for children, we were with a little girl who'd had a heart transplant and then got leukemia. Oh. And she would tell the doctors, I only get out of bed for magic. Oh, and that was to have oh, I love children that. feel like they have a special friend oh. who is there for them, who loves right. them, who comes back and visits them. You know, every little girl wants a pony. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter if so you're, true. you know, if you're healthy or if you have challenges, you still want to have that feeling. And when a horse walks into a hospital room, it's just uh, amazing every uh, time. And, and sometimes yeah. people look at the children, but we always look at the parents to have that uh, moment where they see their children happy and they're not thinking about treatment or anything else. They're just thinking, there's a horse in my room. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I just love it. I just love, love, love what you do. 
Let me ask you, when you first started, Debbie, was it a challenge to have a horse come into a facility? Did people say, what are you, crazy? You know what I mean? No. 20 <laughs> years ago, no one was doing it with horses. You know, I mean, it was, right. it really is something that we've kind of broken different barriers and we still are. I mean, yeah. there are still places that, you know, I mean, the horses, are, the gentle carousel horses are the very first horses who've ever been into that particular hospital or ever allowed into a room. We were, um, a few months ago, we were in New York City and we were contacted by a doctor. There was a woman who was had been a lifelong equestrian and she was in intensive care at oh. Mount Sinai Hospital right in downtown, you know, Manhattan. Right. And they had asked her, she had no family, what her last request was, oh. what she wanted. And she said, I want to lie in a pasture surrounded by horses. Of course, she's in the middle of the city, and they contacted us, and we happened to be up there doing a program anyway. And, oh. you know, it took a lot of jumping through hoops and administrators for them to say, okay, we're going to allow a horse into intensive care right. to oh. visit her and surprise her. Oh, she, oh. And uh, so, you know, all of the volunteers had to have the gowns and the gloves and everything oh. on, but we were able to bring a horse in and... Oh. And surprise her, and she passed away soon after, but she oh. had her wish granted. So we're oh. still breaking barriers all yeah. the time of what horses are capable of doing. Right. You know, people always think of them as, you know, are they house trained, which they are. They have right. to, to work inside hospitals, you know, all the different kind of things. But once they see them in action, I bet we've won them over. They make <laughs> then a world they want to know difference. how soon can you oh, come back. I love this. All right, we're going to take a short break. But stay tuned. My Dog Digs Dirt will be back, and we're going to talk more about a wonderful organization called Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses. Stay tuned. When we ran out, we stopped using it. Why would you stop? Why undo all the good that's been accomplished? We thought everything was fine, and that was not a good thing. No, 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 no. He started stinking. It was awful. Shedding comes back, loss of hair, lots of dandruff. Scratching will return. His shedding will increase. If I ever took Roy off a Dynavite, he would go back to his hair loss. (gasps) D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. When I get down to the bottom of my box of Dynavite, when I get to about three quarters. Oh no, I've got a couple more scoops. It's time to place my order. Dynavite.com. Each and every day she is getting that Dynavite. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Just feed your dog right. Use Dynavite. If it's working, don't quit. Don't do what I did and run out. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. dot ecom It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
We are back, and we are talking about Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses. Debbie, this is just really a a wonderful, wonderful organization. Uh, You're helping so many people. We're talking a bit about how the horses are trained and some of the wonderful stories and reactions you get. I guess when people see a horse, a miniature therapy horse, they sort of look like a therapy dog because they're outfitted in vests. They have certain gear that they wear as well. Is that true? Yes, that's correct. And in fact, and sometimes people will do double takes, you know, yes. especially if you're in an elevator, that, that elevator etiquette where people walk in and, right. and try not to look at each other and then they realize there's a horse with them <laughs> in, the, in the elevator. So yeah, they do wear therapy vests and things like that. And, and it depends what they're doing. Like uh, one of our horses is a deputy with the sheriff's department and so has a special, you know, uniform that, that she wears when she's working with the, the sheriff's department. So Amazing. it really depends what they're doing. Right. And sometimes they have, like we had a, a little girl and her last request was she wanted a tea party with the horses. Oh. And so the horses all came in tuxedos and her oh, little that's husband so came in princess dresses. And that's kind oh, of sometimes that. just making a memory is, yeah. you know, what Makes you can do to something really special. So they wear different things at different times. Okay, and your horses and you have been highly recognized. You mentioned a magic before, and uh, he has had some wonderful honors, a Time Magazine Top 10 Most Heroic Animals. That's yeah, the only living animal of the uh, list amazing. that they made. And, uh, and nobody's old enough, but it's AARP. She's AARP's Most Heroic Pet in America. And, and uh, she was actually the only miniature horse inducted into the United States Equestrian Federation Equus Foundation ah. Horse Stars Hall of Fame as a humanitarian. And she was actually just received for Florida, which is where she's located, the 2016 Pet Hero of the Year for the American Veterinary Medical Association. That is so, so wonderful. Congratulations. So, you know, and, and it's nice because yeah. most of what the horses do are unseen, you know, unless right. you have a sick child or you're in a veteran's hospital, and now they're doing more work with uh, military families. That's wonderful. And families who've lost uh, family members in the line of duty. So, you know, usually it's private things. That the right. And, are- but what's lovely is really it's just limitless. Talk about some of the places you will go. Our listeners might want you to come. And, you know, are there any restrictions? Are you open-minded? Uh, you talked about hospitals, of course, about hospice, about some situations, you know, that happen like the Sandy Hook, like the tornadoes. It really does it really run the gamut. And how can one of our listeners find you? Well, they can reach us on our website. It's fort-therapy.org. Um, if they want to, you know, try to reach us, there's a contact place there. And really, it is unlimited. You know, it's as much as we can afford to do. We're an all-volunteer charity, so no one gets paid except in smiles. And we try to get out and be at as many places as possible, as many hospitals as possible that we can do. And we're getting ready to start our summer travel program where the horses will be working in hospitals. They also do a reading programs. In yes, libraries. I wanted to mention that. That's yeah, fantastic. with at-risk readers and young readers. So, you know, we have horses that look like a lot of the classic children's books. So children oh, finish reading and the actual character. And they really in. help. They help the children learn how to read. Absolutely. Or adults and even, right. Yeah, and they work in, you know, in high crime neighborhoods. They work in places where, you know, children may not ever see a horse in person. Yeah. And, it's, you know, we feel like it also teaches a lot of 
it's humane education. You know, when you make friends with an animal, when you see them as a real personality, it changes how you think of things. I love that. Yes. And of course, we should mention you are also a huge pet lover because you have an 18-year-old Shetland sheepdog. Congratulations. Uh, He's laying here right now watching. I love it. (laughs) And a four-year-old Roddy. I love Rottweilers. Excalibur. So you, as well as the horses. Yeah. And you consider, of course, your therapy horses family as well. Let me ask you, I know because it's all volunteer, Debbie, how can our listeners help you? I know that some will want you to come to their facility, but also for those who might be able to help you because you are nonprofit. Uh, How can we do that? Well, you know, a big part of it, and again, going to our website is, you know, looking for either individuals or corporate sponsors that will sponsor an individual horse for the year to be able to have a horse that will go out and do the work, you know, to meet the needs of children or veterans and things like that. So sponsoring an individual horse makes a a huge difference. Or if there's a a particular program or hospital that someone wants to to support, Mm -hmm. that would also be great. We're watching the gas prices again right now going, please don't go up. Because that's a big part of it is just the transportation and getting the horses where we need them to go, taking care of them and also the travel. Now, you're looking for a van as well. That would be something that you'd need. I know that was mentioned. Uh, Maybe someone can, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, we have a horse trailer. Parking is such a huge problem, you know, especially if you're in cities and things. and, And it would certainly help with gas. But we are trying to get a minivan for our minis so that they can, you know, get out and get around and go places in a much easier and less expensive way. So that would also be a huge help. That would be a great also, smaller things, I know um, if you would purchase them through Amazon, they would donate a portion to you. Uh, but little things like maybe people can help with clippers, brushes, feed, things that you might not think of. Uh, you can look on the website if you need to make a smaller donation. That's a way that you can do it. Is that right, Debbie? A huge help. Yeah. We always say we go through more shampoo than anyone we know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody, you know, when they go into a hospital, they're, they're clipped and groomed and their we feet are polished. Fresh. And we even put sparkles in their hair and tell I the children it. it's fairy dust. So That's... everybody wants to get fairy dust on their hands so they uh, will have a good day at the That's... hospital. So all those things make a, a huge difference. Well, you are making a huge difference, Debbie. I thank you so much for being here. I want to remind our listeners, it's Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on the web. Debbie, thank you so much. Uh, We really appreciate it. And we do post every day on Facebook so people can follow along with their adventures. I really, yeah, I encourage each and every one of you to log on and take a look and to extend yourself. This is such a wonderful organization making such a difference. Thank you so much, Debbie. And I thank you, everyone out there, for listening. This has been My Dog Digs Dirt. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. 